Good evening. This is part two to episode three. Keep on moving. On last evening, recall we talked about in order to get from point A to point B, in order to get to that desired results that you would like to see in life, in order to get to that fulfilled purpose, that feeling, that desire that you're wanting and seeking for out of life, you have to be disciplined. You can never give up. You have to run toward your goals. If you get tired of running, you walk. If you get to the point you have no energy and your energy is depleted in walking, then you crawl. But whatever you do, you don't give up. You just keep on moving. You do whatever it takes, whatever you need to do to make sure that you get your God-given, your God-appointed destiny and goal. You have to be disciplined. Some of the things you have to be disciplined with is the very things that you do in that you be mindful who you are and whose you are. When you be mindful who you are, whose you are, you need to understand that you are mature and whole in God. What made you mature and whole in God is the very fact that you have drank from the spiritual breasts. You have drank that spiritual milk from God, which is the sincere milk of the word of God, as the apostle asserts in 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2, 1 through 3 in the Message Bible says, So clean house, make a clean sweep of malice and pretense, evil and hurtful talk. You've tasted of the Lord. Now like infants at the breast, drink deep of God's pure kindness. Then you'll grow up mature and whole in God. My friends, because we have drunk, and we continuously drink from the deep spiritual goodness and the pure kindness of God. We're now grown up and we're mature in God. We're whole and we're complete. And because we're now at that state in Him, we ought to want to clean house. We make a clean sweep. We get rid of all malice and pretense. We get rid of all envy, strife, and hurtful talk. And the reason why we're able to do that is because we have tasted the goodness of our God. And we know He's good. That enables us to be disciplined. Another area, another key component that helps us to be disciplined is the very fact that we have decided and made up in our minds who are we going to keep in our company? Who we're going to keep before us? Who are we going to partner with? And who we're going to unite with? We're going to make sure that we be divinely connected with those folk and the people that God is introducing into our lives in this year and in this new season. So as 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, 
beginning at verse 14, particularly asserts in the Message Bible. It says, don't become partners with those who reject God. How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? That's not partnership. That's war. We need to understand that God and Satan, that's enmity. That's enmity, the flesh and the spirit. That's enmity between God. That's war. That's not partnership. Is light best friends with dark? Surely not. Does Christ go strolling around with the devil? Surely not. Do trust and mistrust go hand in hand or hold hands? Surely not. Who would think of setting up pagan idols in God's holy temple? But that's exactly what we are. Each of us a temple in whom God lives. God himself put it this way. I'll live in them. Move into them. In other words, he's going to take up residence in us. I'll be their God and they'll be my people. So leave the corruption and the compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. I'll be a father to you. You'll be sons and daughters to me. The word of the master have spoken. Ain't that good news, y'all? Ain't that good news? If we choose not to link up with those who would pollute us, if we choose to leave corruption and compromise alone for good, God says he'll be our God and we'll be his people. He will move into us and move into them. He said he'll be a father to us. We'll be his sons and his daughters. And I say again, my friend, that's good news. That's reason enough, those two scriptures, reason enough to cause me, to cause you, to cause us to want to be determined and to be disciplined enough to walk upright before the Lord. And on that word of uprightness, Psalms 84 and 11 said, no good thing would he withhold from them that walk upright. So we got to keep on moving, y'all. We got to keep moving in the upward way. We got to keep moving in the direction that God saith. God said, seek my face. And I said unto the Lord, thy face, Lord, will I seek. So I got to keep on moving. Even when it feel like I can't go on, I must go on. Even when it feel like I feel like quitting, I can't quit. Even when I feel like stopping, I can't stop. I'm going to run to my goal. If I can't run, if I get tired of running, I'm going to walk. If I walk, if I get tired of walking, I'm going to crawl. But one thing I know for certain, I will not stop. We need to ask ourselves the question, what does it mean to walk? To walk means to move at a regular pace by lifting and settling down each foot in turn. Never letting both feet on the ground at once. Some of the synonyms of walking is to stroll, it's to stride, it's to step out, it's to tread, it's to advance, it's to proceed, it's to move. 
So when we walk, we want to be in stride. We want to be in stride with God. We want to stroll. We want to be as though we are walking with God. Just as Adam and Eve strolled with God in the garden, in the cool of the day. We want to stroll with God. We want to be in stride with God's word. We want to step out. We don't want to be an introvert. We want to be extroverted. We want to step out. And let folk know who our God is and who we are in God. We want to tread. We want to tread the enemy under our feet as we walk upright. We want to advance in God. We want to move forward. We want to proceed. We want to go in the direction that God wants us to go. Y'all, we want to move. So whatever we do, if we're running, we're moving. If we're walking, we're moving. If we're crawling, we're moving. Yes, we got to walk, man. We got to walk because Psalms, the first division of Psalms asserts that they that walk upright before the Lord, he will bless you. Yes, yes. Psalms 1 says, how well God must like you. You don't hang out at Sin Salon. You don't sneak along dead-end road. You don't go to smart mouth college. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on scripture day and night. You're a tree replanted and eaten, bearing fresh fruit every month, never dropping a leaf, always in blossom. You're not at all like the wicked who are mere windblown dust without defense in court unfit company for innocent people. God charts the road you take, but they, they're like skid row. So we need to understand that God is charting the road that you take. He's clearing the path. He's leveling the hills and mountains. He's clearing all harm and danger. He's lighting and brightening your path. He's doing all these things and working together for your good so you can reach your goal. Don't give up. Keep running. If you get tired of running, you walk. If you get tired of walking, you crawl. Whatever you do, my friend, you keep on moving. Peace.